Thank you for tuning in. Am I am I close enough to the mic? Thank you for tuning in to uh, the podcast for this week, the week of March thirteenth, two thousand and sixteen, episode number seven. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hopefully, well, yeah. Regardless, hopefully, if you're listening to this, or by the time you're listening to this, you can get this podcast on iTunes. So, I was on sound, still on SoundCloud, but I'm also on iTunes now. So, uh, if you haven't already, download all the old episodes one through I think one through five's on there. Five episodes are on there, even though this is the seventh. One through five, so this will be the sixth. Whatever. This is episode seven. Go to iTunes, search Garage Cast for me, and uh, go ahead and subscribe or just listen to them, you know, regardless. I am available on iTunes now, so uh, that's uh, that's the new news for this week in episode seven. Uh, so before I get started, uh, before I get into this podcast, I should, I should, I need to thank a few people. Um, first and foremost, first, there's, there's no real, there's no real order. Nobody's more important than the other people. But I do have to thank uh, the guys over at Metal Lab, Metal Lab 101. Uh, those guys helped me, really just helped me dial in the, um, dial in the iTunes portion, and the SoundCloud too. But they really helped me uh, make sure I had all my ducks in a row. Before I just, you know, went to iTunes, just dove into it. I do have to thank those guys over there. They've been a great help, literally, at times, step by step, you know, through uh, through Facebook. Just bink, 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 do this, do this, do this. So I do uh, I do appreciate those guys helping me out. They uh, they were probably the final okay, you know. They didn't really just tell me, you know, like, bless me, but they were going – Talking to those guys, they really got me to where I thought I should be. And I finally, you know, I finally put this up on iTunes. So thank you guys over at Metal Lab 101. <clears throat> Check their podcast out. Uh, Metal Lab 101 podcast, YouTube channel, same on Twitter. So, yeah, check those guys out, please. I do appreciate their help. I have to thank uh, Tanisha at Naturally Yours Gifts. She helped me out with the artwork, with the T-shirts, with, uh, put point me in the right direction of what, of what the uh, artwork and everything should be. So all the visual stuff, anything that you're seeing, uh, blame it on her. No, don't blame it on her. But yeah, she uh, she got me the help I needed, uh, which was awesome. It's perfect. Uh, I started talking to her months ago about was it months ago? It might have been a year ago. But really, just trying to design logos and just figure out where I wanted it to go. So I definitely have to thank her uh, for getting me there. And uh, Hot Licks Guitar Shop, I do have to thank those guys. They, um, a little background about me, <coughs> excuse me, a little background about me. I used to produce music in the 90s. So I had, you know, MPC, I still have it, MPC 2000, you know, the whole the whole ADAP machines and DAP machines and, you know, mixing board. The mixing board is still relevant now. But it was very much an analog era by default, just like now it's a digital era. But, um, yeah, those guys over at Hot Licks, they really helped me out, helped me get to where I – I basically went in there and said, I don't know anything about what's going on today. This is what I want to do. What type of equipment do I need? 
you know, I know I told them I, I know I need a mixer of some sort, some way to record it. So they uh they 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 got me in the right direction, got me the equipment. Pretty simple stuff, you know. But they got me the equipment I needed and you know, uh, it just kind of helped me along the way. I actually just picked up something new. Uh was it today? Yeah, it was today. Yeah, I just picked up a new piece which is great. It's going to hopefully help me here in the near future. Um so I definitely have to thank those guys at uh, Hot Licks Guitar Shop. All the uh, everybody I'm mentioning, uh, I'll put their uh, website or Twitter or you know whatever it is. I'll put that in the description if you guys want to check them out. And uh, lastly, I have to thank Luke Meredith, as promised before, and I don't know what episode, but uh, he Luke Meredith was my first guest. Luke Meredith, Ooh, Luke Meredith was my first guest. I do appreciate him uh <clears throat> excuse me I do appreciate him coming through for me and um really it w- that was if you listen to that episode that was the last episode episode 6 sponsorships um what happened to me happened to him what happened to me happened to him so it was it was a good jump off point for a guest. So I was like, well, we definitely, I mean, I know, I've been knowing him since 2000 and 2009. So it was a good jump off point just to have him on, haven't talked to him like that in a while. And uh, we had something to talk about. But uh, yeah, I definitely got to thank him for taking time out of his day. Uh, he was probably, probably interrupting him training. Nah, I didn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. He told me to call him back. But yeah, um, I got to thank him definitely for being the first guest i appreciate it check him out he uh he's on the uh he's on the facebook and the uh the twitters so uh if you listen to the episode he doesn't have instagram so there you go can't be on you can't uh like and repost his stuff for instagram but uh, yeah definitely thank all of those guys everybody that i mentioned and there's probably people i forgot but uh, i do have those those few people and 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 the shops and the stores I do want to thank those guys. I'm uh, forever indebted to those guys. I do thank them very much. So enough with that. Um, enough with that. So let's go ahead and jump into this podcast, official podcast, because it's through iTunes now. Let's jump into this uh, podcast for this week. Week of the 13th, 13th uh, March 13th, 2016. So if I can start this off, I didn't even talk about last week uh, Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor. And I hate to be a, a, a I called it kind of guy, but I definitely said that if Nate gets if Nate gets his one-two off, that's just what I call it. It's a left jab, right cross, something like that. I don't know. I'm not a, not a boxer. But if he gets that off, I said if he gets that off on McGregor, then – McGregor's in trouble, and that that's eventually what happened. And you can, if you Nate, Nate, Nate. Oh man, is that Nate or Nick? Oh man, let's look it up. Who was this? McGregor, Mick, Gregor. Yeah, McGregor Diaz. Is that Nate or I think it's Nick. Right? Oh my God, Nate Diaz too. Oh oh yeah. So I was right. I was right. Yeah. So I, I said, oh, my foghorn leghorn? I said, if Nate gets that one, two of his off, that's when I know he's comfortable. Because I saw it. I mean, that's just what he does. 
right? But I saw it in the uh, the last fight they had against Michael Johnson. Once when he was getting that one two, that left jab, right right cross or right hook, whatever. It's nasty, whatever it is. And somehow, and he's an experienced boxer, right? Somehow he seems to just lengthen himself and be able to get that off every time. And I said if he gets it off against McGregor, McGregor's in trouble. And uh, and that's you saw the fight. If you didn't, I don't know, go to Fight Pass or whatever you have to do to go watch it. But um, once Nate got that off, you saw McGregor in trouble. And, you know, you got to respect both fighters. They kind of – it was a – it was a two-week notice fight. Pretty good fight. I paid for it. That's how I'm talking about it. I didn't steal it like some people. But um, yeah, that was uh, when I once I saw Nate get that off. I said, okay, not, not I didn't say, oh, well, McGregor's done, because you you never know. It's a fight, right? But I definitely saw when he got that off. When Nate started getting that off, I knew that McGregor was he was just in trouble. Who knew he was going to get submitted? But if you know and. Uh, I'm not a mixed martial artist, I'm not a boxer, I'm not a wrestler. I've never done anything like that professionally. But I seem to notice that in mixed martial arts at least, if the and it's similar to boxing, they they could do something that parallels it. In mixed martial arts, if a guy, if a fighter is losing, they always go for a takedown. And that person, the guy that's losing is is dazed or he's just getting battered. And I rarely it may I may just not watch enough fights, but I rarely see it. I rarely see it where the takedown works. I rarely see somebody get rocked, you know, and they're just not on the ropes. But they're uh, I rarely see somebody get rocked and then boom, shoot a double leg or a single leg or, or whatever it is, and then take the fight over. I, you just rarely see that. Um, so once I saw McGregor do that, I kind of thought, yeah, he's McGregor's done. But then again, I, I've never seen McGregor grapple. You know, I caught a few of his uh, fights in other organizations, but I've never seen him grapple. But going down, taking the jujitsu black belt down, that's dangerous. And Nate is a he's a submission guy. Probably I don't say one of the few left, but uh, if you look at Nate Diaz's highlight film. Uh, he definitely has quite a few uh, arm bars and triangles and rear naked chokes in there. You know, pretty pretty solid uh, history. But uh, yeah, I just saw that they're doing the McGregor, or probably they're, they're doing it, or they might do it. Whatever McGregor Diaz too. I don't know if I mean I don't know if I'd be interested in that. It's not a title shot. It'd be great for McG uh, not McGregor. It'd be great for uh, Diaz. He gets another big payday. Which at I don't know how old he is, thirty something, whatever. Not to say he's he's over the hill, but the older he gets, uh, the older he gets, I would think he should get paid more, just for still being relevant. I think he was in uh, Ultimate Fighter three or something. He's been around for a while and he's been a killer. Uh, I think the fight before those, no, not the he lost against Dos Anjos once against one against. Uh, Johnson, and then one against McGregor. So if you look at it, similar to uh, who's it, Daniel Cormier, and uh, I think there's one other one other fighter out there. But if you're going to lose, lose to the champ. Oh, I'll take that. You know, you can't, they're ch the champion for a reason. So if you look at the Diaz's, what, last three fights, he's, he's one of three, one loss to the champ. So you can't be mad at that. 
But yeah, Diaz McGregor too. I don't know if I want to see that, only because it. And I think it's gonna be it. It's a non-title for me. Let, let let's go ahead and just start reading. You're gonna listen to me. Now you won't listen to me. I'm not gonna read out loud. But they're talking about UFC 200 non-title fight, non-title welterweight fight. If I only knew what the heck welterweight was, but it's a non-title fight regardless. But yeah, I I can't see myself being interested. Now I have to see what the other fight is. The other, if that's the main event, what's the co-main or, or vice versa? If that's the co-main, what's the main event? But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a good fight, and I, I do have to give it up to uh, to McGregor for just not being a sore loser. I mean, you could tell his attitude completely changed, you know, after he tapped and uh, getting interviewed. But he stood by. He, he stood. He stood like a not a champion, but he stood like somebody that he just got beat, you know. And then just he he kept he kept repeating the same thing. He was inefficient with his energy or something. But regardless, he stuck to that story, which I would only assume is right. And uh, he was I don't call him a gentleman, but he he didn't make up excuses as to, ah, you know, I put on all this weight or I didn't cut weight or, you know, he just was like, yeah, you know, he beat me. But if you look at him now, he's still out there. He's still, you know, put, he's got, he's got on his suits and strutting around, you know, posting stuff to Instagram. So can't be mad at that guy. I mean, it was not to say that, you know, eight weeks or even, uh, you know, 10 or 16 weeks, he could have beat Diaz because he would have studied his style. But I think the short notice on both parts, it helped Diaz because Diaz said after the first round that he was – he, he kind of paced himself for the first round. It helped Diaz because I would only think Diaz is a superior boxer. Now, it didn't help McGregor because McGregor was planning for uh, Dos Anjos, right? So his game plan – got thrown out, and then he has to figure out, oh, how do I fight Diaz? Different, uh, be a different type of fight with Diaz. So, I don't know. I will give it to, not necessarily McGregor, well, I, do, I will give it to him for moving up in the weight class and doing what you would, what's talked about but rarely done. Not rarely, it's been done before. It's talked about but rarely done where a fighter, a champion even, will move up in weight classes or down in weight classes and essentially fight anyone at any time. I, I really think that, that's, um, that, that that's commendable, bro. That's commendable. But, yeah, I do think that that, that was good on him. And uh, I think BJ Penn, I think BJ Penn fought in three weight classes. But it doesn't happen so often. And if the champ is supposed to be the champ, the champ should uh, be in the champion. He's going to – he or she – is going to have the confidence to um, to fight anybody, and I think it was great that, that Diaz, not Diaz, but uh, McGregor said, "Well, yeah, I'll, I'll go up to, I'll go up there and fight Dos Anjos." Oh, Dos Anjos is out. Okay. Oh, Diaz is in. All right, well, I'll take Diaz. That's fine. I do, I do, I will give him that for sure. By by all means, you have to give him that. And um, yeah, that was a good fight card. Holly Holm won. Uh, Holly Holm lost to to Misha. But that was that's the other side of that. Misha was essentially getting outboxed, and then she I can't remember how they how they went down, but they went down to the ground. Misha's losing that fight. She I, I, I'm not I don't know the scorekeeper, but Misha was losing that fight, 
and they it went to the ground. And that's where I think um, Misha kind of said, well, I have to get it right now. I have to go for whatever submission. And she tried that um, rear naked choke maybe in the second round. Ah, whatever. She tried it earlier, and I think Holly got out of it. Two on one, I think she got out of it. Well, she did. She didn't She didn't tap, right? But the second time, and you saw it on, you saw it on Misha's face. The second time, they went to the ground. She got her back. Holly tried to shake her off, which is a tactic. Shake her off like that. Go two on one if she wanted to uh, really get nasty with it. Because, I, I mean, I don't know how strong Holly is. She wanted to really get nasty with it. She could have jumped up. And it's just, I don't know if it's bad sportsmanship. Somebody has a rear naked choke locked in, sunk, sank, sunken. <laughs> Person has a rear naked choke. You can, this, this is so in the, this is such a non-tactic. But you can jump and land on your back, which puts them on their back, With which if it doesn't knock them out, which if it doesn't knock them out, it jars that hold. But you you have to be ready when you hit the ground to be able to pull that arm off and at least get it off of the throat. And they may still have your back. If they're if they're tough enough, they're just gonna they're gonna hold on for dear life regardless. So it's a tactic and you know, it's a, I think it's really about what you what are you willing to do to get out of that hold. And uh, and you've seen people if you watched, uh, I think it's K1 or it's probably happened on um, whatever Spike MMA, whatever the the other the elite XEs. You've seen people in in triangles stand up with the person, you know, the, the person that's in the triangle triangle choke, stand up and slam the guy on the ground and knock him unconscious or or at least get out of the hold. So it's a tactic. I don't know how you would teach that, but. Um, Holly did the right thing, though. Tried to get her off of her back. Tried to shake her off. They fell. And I think that's when Misha really just sunk it in. And, and Holly, and that was some of the uh, the talk that Holly kind of went out like a champion. You said, basically, Holly said, you're going to have to choke me unconscious. I'm not, I'm not going to voluntarily give this up. So, yeah, Holly passed out like a champ. You know, tap, tap. No, no taps. She passed out like a champ. Misha won the belt fair and square. I'm willing to see that rematch or um, only because of how she went out. And McGregor tapped, which there's no there's no shame in in tapping, right? But I, I look at it as depending on what the hold is. Now, if somebody has an arm bar, yeah, you, you're you going to tap and not get injured. But uh, rear naked choke, what's, what's the worst that happens? If they if if they do it if they do it as a blood choke, it's not it's not bad at all. Blood stops going to the brain, you you literally pass out pretty fast. But once it's released, you're back up. Believe me, I know. Don't ask me how I know, but I know. But if you do a wind choke over the throat, over that windpipe, that was those can be dangerous because now you're depriving oxygen and the person can panic and all that kind of stuff. But him tapping, he got a lot of grief for that, which, you know, whatever, man. I mean, it's not, like I said, it's not like Nate Diaz was, uh, is a blue belt. I mean, this guy's a black belt through, uh, he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt through Gracie. He had Chrome Gracie in his corner 
can I say this? Uber happy, super happy that that guy, that, that Nate, was able to sink that choke in. And I, just watching the videos, you'll see it. You know, he's he looks like a person that sees that thing right there, and he's like, go, 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 get it, get it, and he's just happy, and boom, he sinks it in. So when you have your belt, when you have your black belt, blue belt, you have that through. Um, uh, when you have that through uh, a Gracie, then you, you're pretty elite. Not elite, but you, you know what you're doing. They're not giving those things out. But, um, yeah, I would definitely look forward to uh, a Misha, Holly, Misha, Holly, Misha, Misha, Holly, Misha, Rhonda rematch however that pans out because i think you know i'm not really i don't really watch a lot of uh women's ufc i don't keep track of it but i will tell you that i will tell you that uh there's not there's not many other female fighters that are that are, pretty, that, are that good so if if i'm gonna i'd watch one of those one of those combinations and it, not to say you know Nunez or anybody isn't isn't good enough to fight, but I don't know. Uh, maybe I should just maybe I should start following it even more closely. But yeah, that was uh, that whole that whole shindig. That was, that was a pretty good UFC event. I'm not a I'm not trying to endorse those guys. If they want to sponsor me, if they want to sponsor me. I'll take it. But um, but yeah, that was uh can't believe I didn't even talk about that. Well, I had, had that guest on. I don't, I don't think Luke. Does Luke watch UFC events? I'm not sure. But, yeah, that was um, that was pretty interesting, that whole – the way that whole thing went down. So uh, I'll see what they're talking about with this McGregor thing. I don't know. I really have to look at that fight card and see what's what. Really see what's what with that. So, um, yeah. Um, these days I got, and then, uh, Ken Shamrock and, uh, Kimbo Slice, they get popped for, uh, I don't know what it was, juicing or whatever. Dude, the dudes, once again, who, what was the last fight? Shamrock, uh, Shamrock and, uh, Gracie, right? Average age, 47, right? There's nothing wrong if you can scrap at 47. But these daggone boys, Kimbo and, uh, Kimbo fights, yeah, 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 same fight card. Kimbo fights uh, Dada, right? And Shamrock fights Gracie. And the two, well, look, dude, if you're going to do some, some extracurriculars, whatever it is, you know, APO, whatever it is, you might want to win the fight. You can't. You can't juice or do whatever it is that's uh, frowned upon in any sanctioned organization and lose. I mean, that how embarrassing is that? Man. But, yeah, I saw that. I watched those fights, and I, I couldn't believe that. Why, why? I don't know. People are trying to get away with too much, I think. Doping. It's Bellator, man. What are you doing? Ugh. Just don't get it, man. But yeah, those boys, um, those boys, doped up. Whatever. <sighs> yeah, awkward pause. Yeah, but um, 
just trying to watch the watch that stuff, man, and just see what see what's going on. I hope I do. I will tell you this: I, I do hope that Bellator at some time um, kind of uh, turns the corner because they they don't have a just because they are not the UFC, you know, but just because they're not the the main draw as far as mixed martial arts. Doesn't mean you can't be. You still yeah, doesn't mean you can't still put on entertaining shows. I mean, those guys. There's enough fighters, and I think I think there's some tournament stuff. I don't know what they really do over there. I rarely watch. Uh, I re- I rarely watch Bellator, and I think because maybe because the way it's set up, maybe because the marketing, you just see more of UFC. But then again, UFC is a powerhouse, so they're gonna be able to. It's easier for them. They will literally um, bump. Well, I guess it. it they will literally bump um, Supercross, Monster Energy Supercross on FS1. They'll do that. Well, not. I mean, they don't necessarily, but it happens for a UFC event. And I've seen both sides. I, I watch Supercross, by the way. Now, not motocross so much, but I, I will watch a Supercross event. But um. Yeah, so it's that big that it'll bump those shows over to, I don't know what other channel, Fox Sports 7. I don't know. But, yeah, so it, that'll happen like that because I think they just have so many so many fighters. And if you and years ago, they would really have, um, I think it seems like they only had uh, pay-per-view events. And they always had, not always, that they had the UF, the Ultimate Fighter, Ultimate Fighting Challenge. Whatever it is, the Ultimate Fighter. So they had the Ultimate Fighter, which was a weekly show, and then they had these um, pay-per-view events. But I never, I never really remember them having so many televised events, non-pay-per-views. So um, that to me, that doesn't mean that Bellator can't be a, they can't have a dog in the fight. How am I throwing away? Don't throwing around cliches. I don't think that that means Bellator can't be competitive. I just think Bellator needs to figure out figure out where they want to go and get a game plan. And um it's you they can be that. And right now, I think they just got uh Ben Henderson and uh they have a few they have a few people that were in the UFC that went over there. But I think Ben Dan Henderson? Why don't I call him Ben Henderson? Yeah, Ben Henderson. He just went over there and um think Mitrione's headed over there. So it's not as if they're getting necessarily washed up UFC fighters or mixed martial artists, right, whichever one. It's not that they're getting washed up guys. It's just that the UFC is such a powerhouse that it may be hard for them to really rattle that cage. Ugh, God, I'm just filled with cliches tonight. Goodness gracious. But I think it's, it's just more difficult for Bellator to do that. And, you know, uh, you can work with, you can go name change, you can go uh, fight, uh, fight, not fight style, but change how the matchups are done, tournament style or not. I don't even know if they do tournament style. I just keep saying that because that was the last thing I heard about them. But, you know, if they if they figure it out, how to really turn that corner, and God, there it is again. Dang on, I should do a cliche podcast. I just, all I do is just, Say cliches. That's it. Just way to go, champ. Winning for the gift. Just a whole recording of that. 
Um, but yeah, I think they can turn the corner. And I've watched a few, um, I've watched a few Bellator events, and they're not they're not horrible fights. Ugh, believe me, I've seen worse. But um, I just think they need to they need to dial it in. It's a good organization, and uh, with um, with the with the with the sponsorships, how that changed, uh, I think Bellator is a better option for a single fight event or a single fight payoff, because I still think that I still think that you know uh, the fighters, you know, John Jones can still be sponsored by Nike, but I think it's a week or two weeks up to the fight. They they can't they have to wear Reebok stuff or whatever. And the difference is Bellator, you can you can be sponsored by an old school tap out and you're just paid through any kind of uh any kind of fight, what do you call them, fight videos, like training camp videos for that. You you got your tap out shirt on or whatever sponsor it is. And you'll get paid all the way up to the fight and then you, you go to the fight and if you win, the uh the sponsor may give you some sort of bonus. So I mean, there's options over there, Bellator, as far as financial uh, financial gains. You know, and it goes back to uh, the Nate Diaz fight. If Nate Diaz didn't get that fight, I think he was. I read it somewhere. Oh, I read it somewhere. I read it on the internet. But he he wasn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a comparison, or I don't. I don't understand their their payment as far as uh, mixed martial artists, but. He was getting, you know, 20 and 20 or 15 and 15, that kind of deal, which to me, not for the damage, but to me, I go, ah, man, 20 grand, that's not bad, but I'm not paying for a fight camp. I'm not sitting there with black eyes and broken noses and having to go to surgeries or anything like that. But I look at that and I go, ah, that's not bad money. And then for the McGregor fight, I think he got paid, uh, I think it was 50 and 50 plus the uh, fight of the night bonus, that kind of stuff. But maybe if he goes to Bellator, he's just getting a bigger paycheck throughout. So he doesn't have to – he wouldn't have to bank on getting McGregor, who's talking all this trash, building the fight up. He wouldn't have to bank on that so much. Because think about it. If Nate didn't fight McGregor, he wouldn't have gotten – his next fight necessarily wouldn't have been a 50-50. It may have been a 20-20 and or whatever, 6-6. and I don't know. So I think with Bellator having that open, uh, that non, the open sponsorship option, I think I mean, people aren't necessarily going to jump ship. They could, and if they did that, I think people would follow. If Ronda goes or uh, not Verdum, well, maybe Verdum. If all these bigger names go over to Bellator, they could. That could be what. That could be the momentum that they need to really get the fan base and really start to put on pay-per-views, you know, and, and really trying to try to uh, benefit from getting all these uh, former or previous UFC fighters. You know, I mean, it's it's doable. It's just do do. It just does does the uh, does Bellator really want to do it? Hopefully, they do. I don't know. You know, I'm just a guy here. I'm just a guy sitting here talking. But yeah. I do want to see what that fight card. I should just look it up. I'm not gonna sit here and search the internet while I'm uh, while I'm recording. Maybe I should have done that. Maybe I should have done that earlier. But whatever. Yeah, we'll see what that fight card looks like if they if they even have it together already. They should. I think they're one UFC one ninety seven or ninety eight already. So yeah. Oh, you know what? I think um, 
I think Jones and uh, this is really turning into the mixed martial art podcast, right? I think Jones and um, what's the guy Cormier? I think they're uh, I think they're gonna have their uh, second their second fight or whatever the rematch. I don't know about that one either. Say that for a different podcast. Yeah, how John Jones finished Daniel Cormier. Gross. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, that Bellator they'll figure that stuff out. Oh, did you see this? Did, <laughs> like I'm talking to you. So I'm looking through here. This thinking thing pops up. Some kid, Odo, Odo Warm Beer. I don't know. Odo Warm, but 15. He gets 15 years hard labor in Korea. I got a question. Go ahead, sir. Who messes with, I think it's North Korea. Who messes with them? Obviously, the University of Virginia student Odo Warmbier. What's this this thing? Kid's 21, right? Warmbier, 21, traveled to North Korea, North Korea's capital of, yeah, I'm definitely not going to pronounce that. Let's see, he's arrested at the airport. For stealing a bank, you are retarded. That's offensive. So this kid, this kid goes to North Korea, where if you ever watch Vice, Vice has a YouTube channel. They do. Uh, they went to North Korea for something, just some investigative stuff. If you know anything about North Korea, you know you don't steal. You don't steal from anybody in the Eastern Hemisphere. What is wrong with this kid? I can't believe this guy went. He was stealing a banner, which apparently had North North Korea propaganda on it from his hotel. This guy's stupid. I, you know what? I did see this last last week or so. Was it last week or this week? Whatever. This dude straight up got up on that stand and, I don't know, read his apology letter or whatever it was. He has the nerve. <sighs> Follow me. He has the nerve to steal a propaganda North Korea banner from the same hotel he was staying in. So he didn't even, you know, sneak around and go to go to the northern uh go to the North Korea Holiday Inn and he's staying at the extended stay. He didn't even do that. He said, I'm gonna stay here at the North Korean extended stay north and steal something from there and then try to get on the plane and get out of here. Nah, it's not gonna happen. In North Korea, you are absolutely crazy. What is what was this kid thinking? I committed the crime of taking down a political slogan from the staff holding area of the Yang Yangok. Oh, what is this? Yangok though International Hotel. This guy is dumb. I never should allow myself to be lured by the United States administration to commit crimes in this country. What? You saying the government? Government sent them over there? Not entirely begging people of the government. Please, I made the worst mistake of my life. You're right. You definitely made the worst mistake of your life. Now you got to do 15 years hard labor. This kid doesn't look like he's done a day of laborious work in his life. 15 years hard labor. And check this out. It's fi- it's 15 years hard labor. It's not like it's Gitmo. Or at least Gitmo, you know, you you can fly a drone over there. 
you know, and, and kind of see, ah, is how they're treating the prisoners, you know, like grab that soccer ball and go in that back room for an hour. wonder what happens back there. But this is North Korea, 15 years hard labor. That might as well be 40 years. 40 years hard labor and then some stuff. This guy's dumb. Why would you even do that? I remember when um, some kid, was it Singapore? I think it was Singapore. In the 90s, Bill Clinton was in office. <laughs> like I'm telling the story, right? Yeah, Bill Clinton was in office. It was a sunny day. But yeah, when Bill Clinton was in office, he had, some kid was over, I think it was Singapore. He's over there spray painting cars and just doing some nonsense. The boy got uh, like 15 uh, lashings with that cane. Ooh. This kid right here, 21-year-old, uh, what's this kid's name? Whatever. Odo. This guy wishes he was getting a cane. Cane is sent on his way, by the way. Check, remember that? Hey, here's your uh here's your, your ten lashings or whatever it is. Uh, get 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 out of the country and never come back. Oh but yeah, I saw I saw this guy on the news. They just show, you know, the news just runs through stuff. If it if it doesn't have to do anything with shootings or now uh uh Donald Trump saying some stuff or apparently a I think a bald eagle giving birth. You know, if it has nothing to do with that, they just breeze right over it. But how disrespectful is this dude? He's in there. He's he's reading his uh, he's reading his I'm sorry letter, right? Which might as well be the OJ uh, suicide letter, right? But he's reading it, and he he finishes reading it, and maybe even worse than trying to steal a banner from a hotel in North Korea. This guy, he reads his thing, stands up, and if you know what this is, he gave a shit bow. Yeah, shit bow. Curvy enthusiasm. Look it up. He gave the most shallowest bow I've ever seen of someone who's basically begging for their life back. I mean, he this... <laughs> This guy should have done a, a a yoga pose, forehead forehead to shin, the, for what he was um is accused of and nah, accused and found guilty within minutes of doing. You say he got caught boarding a plane, so he was probably like, "I'm out of here, let's go." I wonder how they tracked him down though. How does that work? Hey, he's probably the only white guy running around Korea, also. Crazy. I don't know, man. I don't know what that kid was thinking. He couldn't convince me. He couldn't convince me to go over there and steal. He couldn't convince me to go over there. Those vice boys are crazy enough for doing that. That is crazy. Yeah. Doesn't look he's got on what does he got on some This guy has on a, a pink, blue and white button up. Get out of here. He's gonna break over there. Should I set my uh just set up an alarm, 15 years, 15 years to the day, so I can see, hey, uh, did Odo ever get out of there? And how's that work? Do they take his passport? Is he is he an, is he an indentured servant now? They take his passport. And they go, hey, yeah, you gotta you gotta work this passport off, buddy, so you can get out of here. Yeah, yeah, you can send money back to your family. 
the half of a what do they use out there? Rupees, shillings. I don't know. You send that half of whatever that is back to your family every month. If we let you go to the post office, oh, now you can't afford stamps. Get out of here. I wonder what's gonna happen to that kid. He, I think he's gonna break. If you look at this dude, he, unless he's an undercover spec op CIA guy that can just, that could have, by all means, killed these two guards just that are walking them uh, to the court, to the courtroom in this picture. If he could have killed these guys with the snap of his finger, kind of like a banshee, banshee scream, he snaps his fingers to go snap, snap, knocks him unconscious with the sound waves from that. Unless he's that guy, yeah, he's going to break in there. Ugh, 15 years hard labor, Flintstone stuff. Hey, hey, make these rocks in the, in the tiny rocks. Okay, now take those tiny rocks and, and turn them into itty-bitty rocks. Okay, now take those itty-bitty rocks, put them over there in the re-rocking, in the re-rocking cylinder pile. Yeah, and uh, come back in uh, 12 minutes. We'll have some more rocks. We can <laughs> More rocks you can crush. Oh, man, that guy's. He's done. What's the last thing he told his parents? Hey, I'm going to uh, North Korea. Yeah, I thought he was going to be back in two weeks. All expenses paid to a labor camp. I remember that. Oh man, that dude is that dude is toast. So, yeah, he's done. Dada, not Dada. Kimbo is. Tested positive for something. Man, Shamrock. Who knows, man. But, yeah, I think I'm going to wrap this up. What do I got? 40 minutes? Ah, it's close enough. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. And once again, uh, go to iTunes, subscribe to this, download it, uh, comment, do whatever you want to uh, do whatever you want. And don't get crazy, guys. But, yeah. Um, thank you for listening. I do appreciate everybody's uh, supporting this. All those guys I thanked earlier, Metal Lab 101, Naturally Yours Gifts. Uh, thank you. I will see you guys next week. All right. Bye-bye now.